It's chili lime. Oh, I, I can't be outclassed. God forbid. <laughs> Is it actually hot? Not yet. No, it's like Somehow ketchup. I heard you swallow it, pick that up that well. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> a good mic. All right. Okay, an ASP. Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in and or watching. This is the Toxic Crocs podcast. That was a fun little excerpt thing that's going on there that uh, Chris and Stacy have. I don't even know what they're called. What are they called? Uh, they are Rockaletta. 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 Yeah. So some like super spicy hot sucker thing. Four layers of spice. I mean, those look huge. I mean, I'm looking at them on the camera too, and they look giant on the camera. <laughs> it says four layers of chili and one layer of gum. Oh my. So far, it's not spicy to me, but. So far, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, big news: we are over 300 downloads now. Yay! And international by not only being here in the U.S. but in India of all places, so that's pretty awesome sauce. That's pretty cool. Pretty excited about that. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Besides, uh, we're in a mad rush to get everything set up over here because we are normally in a different room, so we're in a little bit different setup. Cameras at a different angle, looking at me from that direction. And currently, well, my headset just did something different. It sounds better now for some reason. <laughs> that was weird. Um, yeah, so looking at it from that direction, we only got the three of us here today. We're going to try to do a short podcast. Every time we say that, it's not really short. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We have game night tonight, and let's uh, let's get going. Uh, what's your guys' happy crappies? Happy crappy. That's a good question. I don't really have a whole lot of crappy for this week. So I say my happy is just that I had a calmer week, even though harvest has started. So Yeah. <laughs> It was a little busy, but it wasn't wasn't bad. So, not not a, not a crappy though this week. That's awesome. It's always good not to have crappies. Yeah. Uh, my happy, I guess, is the threefold. I'm uh, game night, get a podcast. Woo! I'm working at a place that I think I'm gonna be pretty happy at. I'm not gonna plug them though. And my crappy is I didn't get in nearly enough sleep last night. I feel like I'm that way all the time anymore. Like, uh, we had our um, Bible study last night with uh, Pastor Holly, and that was in Central City this time, not at her place. So uh, we got back, and it was probably 10.30 when we got home, and I might have been suffering from a slight concussion, and that goes into my crappy for this week. Ooh. I was uh, working on a machine, wiring it up, getting everything set up, and we have these new hoppers on this machine that it seems like they stick out further than the old ones. And I stood straight up into it, like full force, smacked Ow. it uh. saw stars drop straight to the ground it, it hurt bad enough that i couldn't even let cuss words out it was just a mm. thing and oh. like i've got like a this morning when i was uh do, doing my her felt like almost like scabby type stuff but it mm. never bled but it did feel wet so i'm not sure what happened there and then when i turned around uh, there was a operator on another machine just looking at me just giant eyed just frozen just looking at me giant eyed He's like, I don't know what happened. I just know that had to hurt. I'm like, oh, yeah, it did. Well, then I found out my manager, he did that thing like an hour before I did. Oh. Same exact thing. He's like, yeah, I should have told you about that. Well, oh. That would have been nice. That's the worst. Oh, yeah. But I about, I basically about knocked myself out at work yesterday. <sighs> so that's my crappy. Um, happy, happy, happy. Uh, everybody's happy, happy, happy. Joy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, <laughs> joy, joy. Um, Wednesday night was, it was good. Good night. That was that was a good one. Um, <coughs> we're here doing the podcast, and we have game night tonight. That's my hat piece. <coughs> Otherwise, everything else in life is going all right. And uh, while well, the fact that we're over 300 downloads, according to Podbean, now I don't know how, if it's able to track with Spotify and all that, how many downloads they got. I do know Spotify is currently our number one download source, and that we're in international, which is pretty epic, in my opinion. Never thought that would happen, but we're in India now. Nice. Nice. Welcome to a bigger world. Yeah. It's a big world. I'll say my mom's been listening. Really? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, What's she think? She likes it. She she listened to the last episode that we did um, recently, and she called me, and she's like, oh, 
I I completely forgot how that happened when John spoke in tongues. She had it like all mixed up in her head because she was oh, sick. Yeah. For some reason, she thought I was sick, and I'm, and she's like, when you started telling the story. I remembered it correctly, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun random call. She's like, I've been listening. <laughs> um, our number one episode is currently the one with John called Geeking Out, where we all geeked out over Star Wars, which is perfectly okay. Nice. nice. Number two, though, is He is Love, which is the one where we talked a lot about Jesus and how he's just basically love. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, one download difference between the two. Oh, Wow. So that's pretty cool. That's fun. So I'd like to personally thank everybody out there listening. Um, we appreciate it a lot. And we love you guys. Second layer has a little more heat. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to the second are layer. You, how are you on the second layer? Are you just going to town? I go, yeah, the sugar's all gone. I'm, that's but, not sugar, bud. Well, that was on the outside. That's right? not sugar. That wasn't outside. sugar. No. What was it? It's, it's a little chili. salty. It was a little chili? Bit chili. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. A little sweet, too. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe that lime's cutting that a little bit. Maybe. Huh. Not spicy for me yet. So anyone got any random questions? I will admit that I failed completely on getting that going. I've got one. Sweet. Let's rock with it. Since it's game night, Ooh. what's your go-to board game? I will let you two go first while I think about that. My go-to board game for new people is here kitty kitty it is a oh, card, that's fun it's a card game with little mm-hmm. tiny cats figures and it is easy to learn and fun to play did you bring it <laughs> i assumed you did i know my son liked playing that game mm-hmm. and jeff liked it a lot too but uh, he won't be here sadly yeah uh my go-to is ultimate werewolf Yes, that was a blast. I love having big groups of people and playing social deduction to figure out who's the bad people. So. Yep. Yep. It's a fun game, too. I should bring the two little ones that we have that have, like, chips versus the cards. And I don't know. It's probably the same darn thing. It's one night. Yeah, one night yeah. Ultimate Werewolf. We have one night, too. It's fun. Yeah. Yep. I, I know we uh, played it. We had a bunch of friends over at our place. When we first moved into it, we sat there and played that for hours upon hours. But Shawnee's aunts did not like it. They, like, freaked out, like, I don't like how we got to deceive. It's just a game, guys. Mm-hmm. That's what Holly was last time. But she still had some fun, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially because everybody thought she was always the werewolf. Yeah. She just knows she's not a very good liar. <laughs> so doesn't yeah. help. I thought Dawn and I did pretty good at that one last time. Because whenever him and I were the werewolf, we all, always would convince other people, it was this person over here that's right. obviously the werewolf. So. direction. Yeah. <laughs> Worked well. Except for, um, what is it, the seer? Whenever I was the seer, I'd always get killed. I'd always get dropped. Happens a lot. <coughs> it seems like uh, Chris and I both have a little bit of a cough going. Yeah. I think allergies are major right now, and I'm having to take double the allergy medicine. <laughs> Hail Hydra. This is like Ultimate Werewolf, but it's Marvel-themed. Yeah, it's another social deduction game. Huh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to play that one tonight. Hopefully. We've right. played it once or twice. We j- we just got that last year at uh, Great Plains. Yeah. Or was it this year? This year. Mm-hmm. It was this year. I know. Okay, so my favorite board games um, would be, I guess, I didn't really start playing a lot of board games until like we started doing our game nights here. Otherwise, it was card games with Shawnee's family. We always played golf with them. But then board games when I was a kid was either Life or chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I play a lot of chess. Love playing chess. I want. I was looking at uh, getting a Star Wars chess set, but those aren't cheap. Those are not I've cheap. I've got a couple. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> in the in the slightest, not surprised be. at all. Yeah, I say you shouldn't be surprised about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think here. Oh, here, here's a real fun one. I wrote this down a long, long time ago. What is the most embarrassing way you ever told someone you had a crush on them? And since I asked, I will go first. Okay. This is back in the days of when cassette players were still, I guess, part of the end thing. CDs were kind of not that big yet. Everyone was starting to burn CDs, but... I was sat there on my radio and would listen for love songs on the country radio station, would hit record on the cassette tape. 
So I recorded a few love songs mm-hmm. and like ended it with check yes or no and had a note that was like, you know, would you be my girlfriend? I like mm-hmm. you. And check yes or no and never got an answer back. Mm-hmm. But her and her friend did laugh at me quite a bit for a while after that. I would say that's probably my most embarrassing deal. And then what's even more embarrassing, we were in a small school, like the town, I would call it a village because it's got less than 90 people. Mm-hmm. And the school was small enough to where we had, what was it? It was kindergarten through second grade in one room, third grade through fifth grade in the other room, and sixth through eighth in another room. So still super small mm-hmm. school. So it's like we were always in the same room together. So that was like kind of super embarrassing. Yeah, no, that would be. Well, I don't have one because I never asked anybody out and I <sighs> never pursued anybody, Was never had a crush on anybody. Just, you know, yeah. I was one of those weird kids that was just <laughs> not into that at all. I watched my dad kind of be a jerk my entire yeah. life, and I really just wasn't interested in dating at all. So, so that's a good reason. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Chris changed that. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Chris. Yeah. Huzzah. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'm not the only one that says that. <laughs> I'll say it. Yep. All right, Chris, you got an embarrassing one. Man. I called up, uh, well, I was in high school, and I called up this girl one time and was basically trying to get around to that, you know, asking her out and stuff. And she had her friends listening on the on the line, too, at the same time. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. When they laughed, I was like, that's not cool. Yeah, no, not cool at all. Not cool. That's where it gets to the point where you probably like got all flushed and heated. and At least I know I would have been. I, I just rolled through it. I would have got, like, real hot. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I get, like, super hot when stuff like that happens. Like, way hot. Like, that's probably why I was so hot when we were in here setting up. Mm. Because we're running around trying to get things going. Chris is having to go get the stools for our mics. I don't know. Maybe I should look into getting different mic stands. But if we're using a table like this and I'm having all this equipment here, I don't know if I could really have a stand on the table. But. It seems to work well enough. Yeah, that's working rather well. We keep them, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's working rather well. Um, should we go ahead and move into our main topic or Chris, do you got a fun question? Hmm. An easy one. Cake or pie? Does it matter what kind of pie? Nope. Just cake or pie. I think all around I would go cake because there's some pies that I would turn down, but there's not many cakes that I would turn down. Pie. Pie. Because I'm not always a fan of frosting. Depends on the frosting. I don't like anything that is made with, like, Crisco. Okay, so, like, the old-fashioned style frosting. You're not a good fan of that? If it's made with butter, it's fine. Just if it's made with Crisco. I don't like Crisco. I don't like the texture of it. So I don't like that buttercream frosting that they make at, like, Hy-Vee and um, Walmart and stuff. So So I'm kind of picky about frosting. So pie, for sure. (laughs) I can see that. Because I know, I remember the frosting my mom used to make. It was always like a bunch of powdered sugar, buttermilk, vanilla, and something else. And then she just whipped the ever-loving daylights out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and that good. Fr- oh, yeah, I love that frosting. That's good, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'll do, I'll make my own chocolate frosting like that. Or you can make vanilla. You can make it all different flavors. Yeah. So. Have you ever seen the movie Michael? Mm, I don't it's know. It's where, I- uh, was it Pat? Not Patrick Swayze. Wow, uh, John Travolta, I think, plays Michael the Angel, and he's down on oh, Earth. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, and he loves pie, so he invents like a song, pie, pie, me oh my, I love pie. With a, and he's hanging out with a gal the whole time. I have seen that movie, but it's been a really long time, so I don't remember the pie song. I probably should. <laughs> See, I think we listened to that. <clears throat> excuse me, a whole l- bunch, not listened, but watched mm-hmm. that a whole bunch. I'm very curious if I can connect to this thing here with my computer. So you're going to blow our ears out? That's what I was going to try to do. <laughs> Fantastic. Yay. It's not even showing up on here. Add Bluetooth device. Bluetooth. Um uh, Chris, what's a uh, what's your f- your favorite pie or cake? You never said. I did say pie. 
You did? Ooh. He did say yeah. pie. Yeah, right after I said pie. Oh. I said pie, oh. and he said pie. Pie. That's cheating. You guys are like married and stuff. <laughs> that shouldn't fly. But pie. Pie's a key. Well, what it is your favorite pie. kind of pie, Chris? Uh, apple, cherry, or peach. It's hard to choose. Okay, so my favorite pie is called Death by Chocolate Pie, and it's this pie that my mom used to make, and it was a brownie pie that had some Kahlua in it and walnuts, which you don't like walnuts, and chocolate chips and all kinds of stuff. How do you not like walnuts? He doesn't normally like walnuts and brownies or cake. I or think that people overdo nuts in desserty things because they're trying to make it healthy, and that's not why I eat that. I think you're silly. I like walnuts and different dessert things just because I like the crunch, Michael. and I like walnuts. Michael came out in 96. 96. Yep. That's not too long ago. It's a couple years. <laughs> Just a couple. <laughs> Only a couple. It's really not that bad. Um, cat five. I'm trying to read a. Uh, we might. We might not get the Bluetooth going. I know there's a special thing to get it going, but I can't figure it out apparently right now. That's okay. <laughs> well, I might still screw around with this, but. Third layer. You got the third layer now? No. Yeah, it's yellowish. It's definitely spicier, but it's not like burning my face off. It's just mm. like, I'm a little bit warmer. So it's not so bad yet. Must have hmm. the green layer's not burning me yet. All right. So our main topic for today is the entire chapter of Galatians 5. Should I just go and just... Well, I was thinking. I was thinking at first, maybe we just read the whole thing, or but then I'm like, you know what? Why don't we just like read through part of it and then discuss it? Yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. Because there's like a lot that goes on in this entire chapter. Yeah, there are sections of it that kind of go together. So yeah, and it's definitely now become one of my favorites. I think Acts chapter ten is for sure still like top tier level for me because it lets us know that we can eat bacon, <laughs> which I am totally a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess I've got it pulled up here. I can just go ahead and read it. Uh, okay. let's, I'll read the first few, and then we can discuss it. First few verses. I'm reading from the NLT. Okay. So it's uh, labeled up here at top, Freedom in Christ. So it says, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. I think that's awesome right there. Because mm-hmm. then he's uh, comparing everybody that's sitting there Following the lock to, like, the uh, T, they're slaves to it, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because then their entire culture was based around that law. Um, so listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. I'll say it again. If you are trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. For if you are trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. What's your guys' thoughts on that? I think there's right there. Yeah, well, I know the context for this is that uh, the people at at the Galatian church, were that what they were trying to do was they were trying to follow the law to get into heaven instead Mm. of you know, accepting Jesus as as the Son of God for the only way to heaven. Yep. So they were trying Jesus plus instead of just Jesus for yeah. getting into heaven. So that's what he's talking about here is about the circumcision. It's not that, oh, if you get circumcised, it's, you know, necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But um, if that's what you're relying on to get into heaven and the... That was the NLT, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's one I like reading from. To me, it's the easiest to understand. And it, it's it's a lot lot easier to understand than, like, the uh, New American Standard is the version that a lot of people refer to when they talk about the fruits of the Spirit in this book, in this uh, particular chapter, hmm. uh, because that's the way the the song goes for the Fruit of the Spirit song. If, if you've ever heard it, heard it, it will be stuck in your head right now. Um, but it's a lot, it's a lot harder to follow because it doesn't have all the context. The NASB doesn't have all the context, um, 
right, said, right what standard i mean what version uh the new american standard it's the 1995 it. it's the original one I didn't even know there was a song until I was listening to a gal doing the doing a Bible study on this, and she brought up the song. I'm like, "There's a song." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like how um, they bring up the whole. He brings up circumcision because apparently there was somebody that goes on later to describe a person was influencing them greatly, and they were like real big on the circumcising deal. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're gonna do the circumcision, you better do every law of Moses because that's gonna be your only way into heaven. Mm-hmm. At yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he goes on to say, um, let's see what verse is it in. He says, I'm looking for it, because he's, he basically says that, you know, I'm not preaching that. Uh, I'm looking for it. Uh, but, but I, brethren, if I still preach circumcision, why am I still pers- persecuted? Then the stumbling block of the cross, cross has been abolished. That's New, uh, New American Standard. And the other version I was reading out of was the message, and it says, As for the rumor that I continue to preach the ways of circumcision, as I did in those pre-Damascus Road days, that is absurd. Why would I still be persecuted then? If I were preaching that old message, no one would be offended if I mentioned the cross now and then. It would be so watered down that it wouldn't matter one way or another. Why don't these agitators, uh, obsessive as they are about circumcision, go all the way to castrate themselves? Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, he he got a little heated there. <laughs> I would have loved to heard heard Paul like speak this verse. This is obviously a letter. But I would have loved to like heard his frustration at that moment. Because mm-hmm. like when I was uh, reading this at uh, the vets club when I was just sitting out there trying to sell honey, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna read it out loud and say it like he's mad. You know, like where he's like, I'll say it again. If you are trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. You know, there's just that mm-hmm. emphasis. It's like I would have loved to seen the. I don't know. Not I don't know if I've been anger. Yeah. Behind his eyes, but he he sounds a little angry. <laughs> oh yeah. And the, especially in the, they might as well castrate themselves, you know. The intensity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah NASB says they might as well, uh, I think it, well, this is mutilate themselves. Yeah, that's what the NLT yeah. says. Yeah. And then there's another version that says emasculate themselves. I think that's King James. Yeah. If I remember right. Because I, I, I was reading a few different versions as well today, trying to prep, prep for this <laughs> so I could actually have a little... I don't know, something going there. Yeah, and and some of the notes that I took, um, let's see. Uh, Where's your notes, Chris? We were made right through (laughs) faith in Jesus Christ, not through any of our own actions. We can't earn it. Jesus is the path to salvation. It's not Jesus plus. Mm. And um, one of the the Bible studies that I was looking at, um, the YouTube video that I watched, uh, the gal on that said, the law is an external motivator that we use to... to mold ourselves into alignment with God's will. It's, an out, it's outside of us and it's forcing us. Uh, the spirit is internally directing and guiding in our, direct, our decisions that we make every day to our choices, every day to our choices into alignment with God's will, to make our choices in alignment with God's will. I totally mistyped that, but uh, it is an internal change that's guiding our hearts. So that's the yeah. difference between the law and uh, the Holy Spirit um, moving in our lives and working in our lives to um, make the change. And what, those pe- what the people um, at the Galatian church were doing was they were trying to work within the law and have the law push them rather than allowing the Holy Spirit to work inside of them yep. and guide them. They're trying to do it on their mm-hmm. own. And as I have figured out in life, you try to do it on your own, you are not going to get anywhere. No. Right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and keep reading. I'm on verse 4 now. We kind of skipped ahead, but I'll bring us back. So, for if you are trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised to us. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith and expressing itself in love. Which I think that's huge right there as well. 
is that goes back to our one episode where we had Ash on here. I think it was the first episode we had her on here. We just kept talking about, you know, just Christ is love. Mm-hmm. It's just all it is. Yeah. And we are to be like him, so we are to express it that way. Yeah. And then I was uh, ta- I was reading somewhere, talk about the verse 5, where it talks about faith, the righteousness of God is promised to us. Well, that's the promise of us being in heaven with him and Jesus and all that. So we're, we're having, in our faith, we're going to get there, in our, our faith in Christ and such. Um, so then at verse 7 like through 10, he just is like chewing them out. You're running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God, for he is the one who called you to freedom. The f- this false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. I love that analogy that he did right there, because that is so true. One little one person spreading one little rumor, one falsity, will spread like wildfire yeah. if you're not careful, and it'll influence everybody around. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. And unfortunately, it happens a lot in churches where one person will say something or have a bad attitude about something or spread a rumor or just just do something. And it just catches on and it causes so many people to, you know, sin and make bad choices and just Mm -hmm. disturb the whole whole congregation. Yeah, then that'll end up hurting people. Like on this, they were circumcising themselves when they didn't need to. Yeah. And doing who knows what else. Yeah. Trying to follow the law so that they could get to heaven instead of following Christ. Yeah. And his exactly. teachings. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then this next one, I am trusting the Lord to keep you from believing false teachings. God will judge that person, whoever he is, who has been confusing you. So I think that one's a good one right there to tell us, you know, hey, Still put your trust in God that he's going to take care of that problem yeah. and not to go do something about it yourself. Yeah. Well, and those people that um, are causing those problems, they are going to be dealt with. So, um, I mean, you know, you don't want to be the person that's mm-hmm. that's starting starting the problem or spreading the distension or the discord and, oh, you know, no. causing causing problems for everybody else what's your thoughts on all this chris i feel like stacy and i've just been going like nuts i'm glad you said that i'm gonna go back to verse one in this bible that i'm reading uh the new sorry the new american standard (coughs) the first verse reads for it was freedom that christ set us free therefore keep standing firm do not be Subject again to a yoke of slavery. It doesn't say anything about law. So it's interesting that it's talking about being held in a yoke of slavery and not necessarily in law. Yeah, and they, he's talking about the, the the law as the yoke of slavery. Right, but it could be interpreted differently. Yeah. Right. As literal slavery or, you know, putting idolatry slavery or something. You know, there's there's so many ways this yeah. could be interpreted. Right, right. But the context um, with the surrounding scriptures and right. the original, um, it was written in Greek, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. So, um, with the original uh, scriptures, then it, that's what what he was talking about. But, yeah, it's really, that's, that's why I, I have the NASB up here t- as well as the message why I had them side by side because I went and looked through like three or four different versions of, of this book to see um, what each version said. Yeah, I, I just pulled up your New American Standard up, up here too so I could see it. There's some Uh-oh. red down now. <laughs> <laughs> Got anything else on that first part, Chris? Mm-mm. All right. So I'm going to move us forward now. I forget where we just were because I just went and added a bunch of stuff. Uh, okay, so yeah, he just got done chewing them, so I'm going to uh, verse 11 now. I'll read the NL. I'm going to read the NLT still. So, dear brothers and sisters, if I were still preaching to you, okay, this is what Stacy was talking about. So she covered this. Was still preaching to you that you must be circumcised, as some say I do. Why am am I still being persecuted? If I were no longer preaching salvation through the cross of Christ, no one would be offended. I just wish that those troublemakers who would want to mutilate you by circumcision would mutilate themselves. 
I'm trying to see what the New American Standard says over here because its verses are a little bit different than the NLT on how they lay out. Uh, verse 12 says, would, you, would that those who are troubling you would even mutilate themselves? Yeah. I was hoping that would be the one where they said emasculate because uh, if you ever watch like a vet show and they do an emascul emasculation, that is like, oh, my gosh. Like, I think that's the, the King Jimmy version that's I, I think emasculation. It, I think it is because it wasn't NIV. I read NIV. I read NASB. Um, I read the message. So. I need to make sure I switch the camera to you guys when you're talking, <laughs> not just me sitting here just nodding just away. Just nodding away. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's get going here. So, for you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command love your neighbor as yourself but if you are always biting and devouring one another watch out beware destroying one another mm -hmm. now that love your neighbor as yourself that's one of the biggest things that you hear all the time because yeah. it's, it's it's true obviously we need to live by that yeah and that's that's what jesus said the greatest commandment is yep, to love your neighbor mm -hmm. yep to love the lord your god with all your heart and mm -hmm. to love your neighbor as yourself Yep, that's when he was uh, being questioned by that Pharisee, wasn't it? Yeah. He was like testing him, testing his knowledge and his wisdom or what have you. Yeah. Um, yeah, they thought they had him. <laughs> We've got you now. Which which verse did we say the emasculation might be in the King James Version? It, it would have been verse 12. Yeah. Verse 12, King James Version, New King James Version is, I wish that those who would trouble you would even cut themselves off. Well, where is the emasculation? I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> Some version has it. Yeah. Asher, you're on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got anything on that before we move on, either of you? Note-wise or thoughts? I, I just personally love how he's chewing them out. <laughs> I do, too. Let's see. Uh... I'm looking to see, okay, emasculate themselves. What version is this? Oh, you're Googling it? Yeah. It just makes me think about a joke about circumcisions. So. Uh-oh. Is, is it appropriate enough? I think it's PG. Let's do it. Go ahead. What's the best part about being a doctor who does circumcisions? Oh, no, what? He gets to keep the tips. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it is the ESV version of the Bible that says emasculate. Oh, the English standard. English standard, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Now that mystery is solved. <laughs> <laughs> now we can get our minds back on track and stop <laughs> thinking about emasculating people. Uh, <laughs> so in the NLT, this next part, uh, this is one, uh, Chris, you brought this up as a topic. This is where you're starting to get into the mm. fruit of the spirit. So I'm going to go ahead and read through it, and then we can discuss it. And I also went through and wrote down different definitions, like all the different sins that are listed and the fruit of the Spirit that's listed as well, so I can read that for everybody. I did that too. Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> I'll be I, interested. To, like, did you uh, do the Google definitions or your own personal definition? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. So I, like, I took definitions that I found, plus I took my own definitions, and it's like some of it, there's a couple of them that are just the Google definitions because yeah. it's really hard to expound upon. But then some of them have like my own notes and stuff mixed in. So Okay. All right. So starting on verse 16 in the NLT. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. That's kind of like what we were just talking about a little bit ago. Stop trying to do everything on your own. Let the yep. Spirit guide you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, the sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly finding each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But th when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. I sent that one to my <laughs> wife as soon as I read that. I'm like, oh my gosh, says here when we're under the Spirit, we don't have to follow the law of Moses. Hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, obviously there are things in the law that are good to still do. Right. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to follow it so intently. Like right. we can eat bacon. Right. <laughs> and shellfish and shrimp. And yep. I think that's shellfish. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Okay, moving on. (laughs) When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition. I almost said shellfish ambition. Um, Dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that makes me think that when these, uh, the, the church, Galatians, or Galatia, well, I don't know what that country was called. It was the Galatians church. I wonder how many of these sins that they were doing that he mm-hmm. purposely named these. Because I think Paul, he's the type of person that would be calling people out for everything that they did, and he had no problem calling people out. I bet it was all of them. You think all of those? I I, I bet you. Yeah. I'd agree with that. He knows the stuff. Um, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Now, Chris, I know you talked about this, that you did a study or something on the fruit of the Spirit before, and that's why you brought it up as a topic? Um, I was thinking of something else, but yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, since you since you called to me, I'm gonna take take the reins here for a little bit. Do it. This Bible that I have was my father's, but it was given to my father by a pastor we used to follow, and I've got all of his fun pastor notes in here, and it's Ooh. fantastic. Um, verse 19, where it says immorality, impurity, sensual sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissension, factions. He wrote on the side note, it says fruits of the flesh, which is interesting that he put that because, yeah, it makes sense. I like that. Mm -hmm. Fruits of the flesh. And then with the fruits of the spirit, he put a a number of things. One of them is fruit is the natural outcome of the life of God and emanating from the spirit of the believer. I have a note on that as well. The... uh, the fruits of the flesh, if you will. Um, those who do these things as a pattern of life, this is the evidence that the Holy Spirit is not in you. It is a way to judge it is a way to judge the fruit and the evidence that someone is not saved. However, it is different than stumbling and only God can judge a person's heart. All of us have sinned. Romans three twenty or I have eight twenty three. I think it's three twenty three. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, something else about that is it's the fruit of the spirit singular yes Yes. and you you can't pick and choose which fruits you display you're supposed to be displaying all of them not necessarily all in the same at the same level but you're supposed to be displaying all of them which is something that before i reread this for this podcast i completely missed the fact that it was a singular that they all have to be together yep they should be you just should be displaying all of them so it's kind of an interesting thing. Another piece of wisdom from this pastor is uh, fruit takes time to develop and is perfected by the assistance of much that comes from the outside sources. So like the people that are around you. Well, yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, like the company you keep. If, you, if you're keeping copper, it sure ain't going to sharpen iron. Right. right. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. I like that. And I have the... Fruit of the Spirit. Fruit is the character that overflows from within us when we allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. Fruit is singular here. We can't just pick and choose. All of these things are tied together. The product of the Holy Spirit in us is the fruit of the Spirit. We will not be perfect in these things. As we follow these things, as we follow God, these things will continue to grow and and be produced in our lives. There is no need for restraint in these things because they are good things. That's where he's saying, that, and there's no law against them. Yeah. It's not something we need to be restrained in. And I know when I, 
when I was reading Fruit of the Spirit, I wrote this. Well, when Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit, he's not referring to a piece of fruit that you might eat with your lunch. What Paul has in mind here is what comes out of a person who has been filled with the Holy Spirit. The word fruit refers to the product or result from something. So then I would argue that you know someone has been filled with the Holy Spirit when they are producing these things, and it is evident that they are there. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that got me to thinking about how there's some church denominations that think, oh, speaking in tongues is the only way that you know the Holy Spirit is there. Right. I wonder if Paul would disagree with that statement then, even though he talks about speaking in tongues. But like in here, he's listed these certain things as being the fruit of the Spirit, and it shows that the Holy Spirit is inside you. Yeah, and I think it's in, I think it's in 2 Corinthians, Paul says... Um, it, he says something about speaking in tongues, and um, he talks about love and how love is more important. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Second yeah. Corinthians. It's in the book of love, or the chapter about love. Um, so, yeah, I think Paul definitely would have spoken out against, you know, that, that speaking in tongues is the only sign that you have mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit in you. I, I kind of think along the, that's what, along the lines of what he was saying in that chapter— that I'm in that verse that I'm referring to, I'd have to look it up to see exactly where it is. But well, eventually we'll have to do a Corinthians episode or two since there's oh. two of them. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love Second Corinthians. That's my favorite book. Since I've already shared this with Stacy, I'm going to show it for Jake and those of you listening at home too. This is a Dragon Raid, which is a Christian role-playing game character sheet. Okay. And look at the character strength. Look what the character strengths are. Oh, it's all the fruit, fruit of the spirit. spirit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool RPG. We're going to have to do that at some point. Can do. So you have any more fun stuff? Or you got something to add on that, Chris? Because he's got a lot of writing in there. Yeah. This pastor was awesome. Did you, uh, was that when you were a kid? Did you remember that pastor? Or was that before your time? Uh, I would have been, that's when I got saved. It was that church. Oh, it was that church. So I was like 10 or 11. And mom told me, I just spoke to her this last week, that he gave up a, which in the 80s would have been a $65,000 job to become a pastor. Holy cow, that's a lot of money back then. Yeah. Yeah. I think, what, that'd be equivalent to well over $100,000 now? Probably. Probably near 200. He was an engineer. Oh. Mm -hmm. For the city is what she said? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, neat guy. Really neat guy. So I'm going to go ahead and start just, I don't know, we, we, uh, the fruits, fruits of the flesh. I like that a lot mm. more than works of the flesh, which is what I have written here. That's what I have too is works of the flesh. <laughs> I think that definitely needs to be changed to fruits of the flesh. That makes a lot more sense. Right. Um, so I don't know. I guess I can go ahead and read through the definitions real quick. Um, for the sins, you know, sexual morality, I have any sexual activity that happens outside of marriage, impurity, similar to a contagion, something that you can come in contact with that makes you impure. So it also go along the lines of like who you have around you, like uh, you were saying, uh, lustful pleasures having or showing strong feelings of sexual desire to give and or receive that enjoyment or satisfaction, idolatry, the worship of someone or something other than God as though it were God, which a lot of things today would be like your cell phone would be a major one for among for most people. Um, where is that? Sorcery, the use of magic, especially black magic, is what I put down. Mm-hmm. If anything ch- is different from what you wrote that you want to bring up, you can go uh, ahead and just interrupt me anytime. Okay. So, <laughs> I won't be but hurt. Okay. So, um, so idolatry, I have the religious worship of idols, extreme admiration, worship or love of someone or something, putting other things before God. Yeah. Um, sorcery, the art, practices, or spells of a person who is supposed to exercise supernatural powers through the aids of spirits, black magic, witch, and witchery, or witchcraft. Hmm. So. Hmm. The enmity, which this is kind of a new word for me, mm-hmm. uh, the state of feeling or being actively opposed or hostile towards someone or something. That's the only thing I could really come up with that. I, I've never really heard that mm-hmm. word before, but I read it. I also have I have that along with a feeling or condition condition of hostility, hatred, ill will, animosity, and antagonism. Oh, being antagonistic. Yes. Yes. 
Um, so then quarreling, I have a verbal fight that has become combative or contentious. Um, and in the um, version that I was looking at, it was listed as strife. So okay. it's basically the same thing, but it's vigorous or bitter conflict, discord, or antagonism. Hmm. Then jealousy, feeling or showing envy of someone uh, or their achievements and advantages. Yeah, that's basically what I have. I just have resentment instead. Yep. Then uh, when I uh, Googled outbursts of anger, I kind of uh, asked, like, Google, what does this mean? Sin of outbursts of anger according to the Bible. And I just copy-pasted it. It says the word outburst denotes violent moments and carries the force of wrath. The Greek Old Testament uses outbursts of wrath for wild animals full of rage. People with this sin poise themselves on the razor's edge of wrath. Outbursts of wrath are very violent for a brief time, then die down. Yeah, and I have a strong feeling or display of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Because somebody can have a fit of anger and not... Um, throw something, but you can see it in their face where they're yeah. just like, mm, you know. So <laughs> I, I about got to that point when I about knocked myself out the other day. Um, selfish ambition, focusing on your own personal wants and desires. Mm -hmm. And the version that I was reading, it, it listed it as rivalries. And I have com uh, competition for the same objective or superiority in the same field, not a friendly competition. So. Huh. Mm -hmm. Then dissension, disagreement in opinion, usually disagreement, which is violent, producing warm debates or angry words. Yeah. Disagreements that lead to discord and strife. Kind of makes me wonder why they uh, named that one app Discord, because I don't see a lot of disagreements on there <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't have anything down for division. I couldn't find an a answer I liked. Disagreements between two or more groups typically producing tension or hostility. Which would cause division. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Yep. So envy, sin of jealousy over the blessings and achievements of others, drunkenness, and I got what I put down here is it is not right for Christians to indulge in excessive alcohol because it interferes with the spirit. Mm -hmm. That's why they called alcohol back in the day spirits because mm -hmm. it wasn't the Holy Spirit yeah. couldn't do anything. It was letting like the, I want, I want to say the demonic in sometimes probably, but it allows you to be influenced by the other spirits. Right. Um, wild parties, that's pretty explanatory. Yeah. And then just other sins of these I wrote down. The, the, uh, the, the uh, word that was used in the definition that I read was a different word. And yeah, it's it starts not with so the P O. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. not so PG. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't going to say that one. I definitely didn't write that one down. Let's <laughs> see Chris's it's face right on that top. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's not really a, a clean rated word. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then let's, let's, we're going to get into the fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to read those off and uh, what I have written down. I'll try to be a little quicker because we're starting to get set up for game night. Um, so love, to give of oneself for the good of another. Joy. Inner contentment and satisfaction regardless of external circumstances. Peace, completeness, fulfillment, wholeness, harmony, and well-being, tranquility. Patience, the capacity to accept or tolerate delayed trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Kindness, selfish, uh, se not selfish, oh, that's not kindness at all. <laughs> Selfless, compassionate, and merciful. It's greatest power revealed in practice to our enemies and amongst the least of these. Love your neighbors. Show kindness to everyone. For a perfect emblem of biblical kindness, we need to look no further than at Jesus Christ himself. Goodness. The Bible tells us that the word good actually means holy, pure, and righteousness. Literally, goodness is godliness. Goodness can often be seen in our actions, but our heart also has to be pure. Gentleness, often associated with qualities such as humility, meekness, and compassion. You want to say something, Chris? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. You lean forward. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. Self-control, the ability to control oneself, in particular one's emotions and desires, or to express them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. 
faithfulness, the quality of being loyal, constant, and steadfast, long continued steadfast fidelity to whatever one is bound to by a pledge, duty, or obligation. Okay, and I have a couple addendums. Let's see. Okay. On joy, um, I, I had the basically the same definition you did, but uh, it is something that comes from fellowship with God. Mm, uh, yes. Peace, um, I think you had most of the same thing. Uh, the peace of God is evident in our lives when our lives are not peaceful and we bring harmony to others. Ooh, I like that. Uh, patience, I have patience slash long-suffering because depending on your your version, <laughs> it uses long-suffering. Um, and I part of the definition was the same as yours. A patient with people and with God. We trust God. We are slow to anger and do not try to get revenge. Uh, kindness reaching out and helping people doing acts of kindness, uh, goodness, doing good to others and being generous, morally virtuous, um, gentleness, which I also have meekness on there because that's another, um, another word for your gentleness and power under control or humility is another form of gentleness or meekness. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't write meekness down because I'm like, I don't, I don't know that word. So I'm just going to leave that one out. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Faithfulness, keeping your word, being on time, and using your go- gifts to glorify God. Yes. And then under self-control, uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit, you have control over yourself, especially in difficult situations. It's the opposite of the flesh, having no control. It's doing what God wants us to do. So then I have one final thought after all of that, which is walking by the Spirit is not passive. It's intentional. It implies direction and empowerment, making choices according to the Holy Spirit's guidance. We can only resist the desires of the flesh by walking in the Spirit. So that's my final thought on that. You got a final thought, mister? Mm Mm-mm. Are you enjoying that sucker? Mm Mm-mm. Is it burning now? (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, mine's down to the yellow level, and it's not. I had a hot. spot once where it spiked a little bit. I was like, "Ooh, what's this?" And then it went away, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. it's not uh, not very uh, spicy." Are you no. disappointed right now? I expected more, but maybe there's okay. more. Maybe the gum's spicy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think the final thing I've written down here in my notes for this is. Uh, those who are in Christ are distinguished from unbelievers in that they have been gifted with the Holy Spirit, enabling them to bear fruit. In other words, their works demonstrate the change of sanctification that is at work in their heart, which I think goes along the lines of our baptism. It's an outward expression of an mm-hmm. inward change. Yeah. And I really think that I, I heard some multiple people talking about baptism, what it is to them, and I, I didn't agree with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Did not agree mm-hmm. with a lot mm-hmm. of it at all. But um, yeah. yeah, so. I think unless anybody has any other thoughts on that, we can summarize it real quickly into what my shirt says when he was talking to the Galatian churches, y'all need Jesus. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Jesus is the way, not Jesus plus. <laughs> right. He is the way. That's why they called it the way originally. This yep. is the way. This is yep. the way. <laughs> Catchphrase. Um <laughs> It would have been funny if he had our terminology back then and he just wrote in there in the letter, y'all need Jesus. <laughs> um, so for the summary of that, yeah, basically you start off in the beginning, y'all need Jesus. And I th- think I agree with you majorly on that, Chris, is he listed their sins that they were doing when they were trying to live by the law, not by Christ. Mm-hmm. And then he told them, ex- he gave them examples of how they'll know the spirit is in them mm-hmm. by telling them what the fruit of the spirit is. And yeah. I, that's something that blew my mind too. Like you brought up the, it's not plural, it's singular. Mm-hmm. Word fruit is. So that, yeah. that's a big thing. Um, yeah. 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 I, I think that was a great chapter and it's now one of my favorites. And I will read that over and over again because I think there's a lot that can be gotten from that. And I'm going to try to hit some Bible studies on that one because I, I just really loved that chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what fruit of the Spirit were you thinking of? when you put that topic. You said you th- were thinking of something else. I wasn't thinking of fruits. I was thinking of uh, powers of the Holy Spirit. Oh, oh. gifts of the Spirit. Uh, gifts of the, of the Spirit. Spirit. Gifts of the Spirit. Gifts. Okay, let's, let's chalk that down on our Discord for a future topic, too. Perfect. I, 
Yeah, I'd love to do that. Because I've been studying up on one where I've been having dreams on certain things, and apparently I'm not the only one that has these ex- mm-hmm. same exact things. So, mm-hmm. And I guess a, a lot of people are considering it a gift. So, mm-hmm. And it only started happening after I said, well, it would have been like the fourth or fifth. No, we were going here for about four or five months, and then like I really fell head over heels into this and accept, accepted the Christ as the way. And then these things started happening, and it's like when I realized, <laughs> yo. <laughs> oh, hello. Yes. Hi, Chris. Hi, John. <laughs> wow, I could hear him. Yeah, I could hear him too. Uh, go where my car's at. <laughs> I'll just mute that. Um, <laughs> but it's like um, when I finally realized that we have the authority is when these dreams started happening and i'm, I'm going to save these dreams for our next series that's going to be this this episode is going to come out on october 1st but it's not our october series so my dreams that i've been having i'm going to talk about those this coming month which leads me into telling everybody what we're going to be doing we're going to be going over more i guess the supernatural side of things for the next two or three episodes and I'm really looking forward to that. What about you guys? Why would we be going over supernatural things next month, Because <laughs> it's the spooky month that everybody Ooh. loves. Well, I definitely have <coughs> I definitely have a dream that I had that was crazy but was prophetic. Not the whole thing was prophetic, just part of it was prophetic. Yeah. But um that one we may have to have a little bit of a trigger warning because Uh-oh. there's something that's very gruesome in that dream we'll just wait until like we're at least 30 minutes in the podcast because then whatever ai bot they use shouldn't be listening (laughs) by then hopefully yeah it was it was very gruesome but it was something that did come to fruition but i did not understand the dream at the time it wasn't until later that i understood what the dream meant so i'll definitely share that one because that one's that one was wild And we'll also be talking about personal experiences, probably with the supernatural and all that as well. And hopefully having multiple guests on that could shed some light on that stuff too. Because I think if you're a Christian and you say you don't believe in the supernatural, are you even reading your Bible? Are you even studying? Yeah. Because it's all throughout there. Even the Old Testament talks about um, different kinds of spirits and familiars, demons. uh, Angels. Angels just talking with the dead and why God says don't do it. Right. Which is something I want to get into for sure. And especially familiars because I have experience with that. Freaky they are. But yeah, so look forward to that the next few episodes where we get into our spooky series, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll enter the Twilight Zone. <laughs> All right. Um, any final thoughts, guys? Uh uh, the the thing that blew my mind about this when I was going over it was the fruit of the spirit is singular. I mean, I always read it as singular, but in my head it was always the fruits of the spirit yeah. because there's multiple. So that that part blew my mind because when and I had I listened to two different I listened to a sermon and um, a Bible study and they both brought that up and I was like, oh yeah, it is singular. I had to go back and look at it again, even though I'd read it like four times (laughs) i know that's something i never thought about and i was really hoping we were going to have pastor frank on with this one but he ended up having to do something else so i would still like to pick his brain on that someday maybe we should add that to our uh, questions for the pastor in the future there's a whole episode right there yeah yeah Yeah. we could Uh, do an extended episode questions for the pastor have yeah i would love a handful of questions at least and let him expound on them by the way we do have that on our discord as a open to the public i don't know what do you call it not form uh, top uh, thread uh, channel channel yes it's a open to the public channel so if you join our discord you can put questions on there for the pastor and hopefully we can have him for a couple hours one day and just hit all these questions up because I know when he explains them we're going to be sitting there for at least 10-15 minutes per question getting our minds blown mm-hmm. do we is it any pastor, or are we looking specifically for Frank for that? I think we could do any of our pastors or anyone that we know, really, if you think they'd be willing to be on here. Um, I know the, a Frank episode would be awesome because he is so intelligent and just knows his stuff, mm-hmm. like hardcore. All right, so I guess that's it, unless you have anything, any final thoughts, Mr. Chris? Be good to each other, love each other. Yes, for sure. Yep. 
And we thank you guys for listening from all over the world. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still super geeked about that. Um, we are on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, what have you. So give us a like and a follow on there. Put your thoughts down in the comments. Our, on all of our YouTube videos, I do have a Discord invite link. So you can get to our Discord that way. And we'll be surely glad to have you and discuss things with you. And if you want to possibly get on the podcast, we do have the capability of Bluetoothing into my soundboard here so we can get you in on a phone call. Or if you want to be in person and you're close enough to us, we'll do that too. Uh, shoot us an email at toxincrocs at gmail.com. And we will talk to you about that later. All right. So, yeah, stay tuned. Next little series is the Spooky Series, and I cannot wait for that. It'll be fun. There's stuff on there that I've only told my wife about because it's creeped me out so bad from my personal experiences. So, yeah. Good times. Good. Well. <laughs> I've, I've got some fun stories, too. So it'll be it'll be entertaining. I just wish I knew then what I know now. Right. Yeah. Because then it would be a totally different outcome. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.